Welcome to the first ever Video Dames podcast. It's dangerous to go alone, so you should take us with you. I'm your resident Zelda enthusiast, Alyssa, and here with me is my companion fairy, guiding us through the forest of time, past Hyrule Castle, and into your hearts. Megan! Hello! How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so excited. This is our first ever Video Dames podcast, and all the gang is here. All oh the my girls. God. I'm so oh my excited. God. Okay, so today we have some very special guests. These ladies are our resident experts, if you will. Two of the very best nerds out there. Yeah, we've got Leah and Joanne. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome. Hey, what's up? Hello, friend. Oh, my goodness. Look at my two favorite Zelda Zelda gals here. How <laughs> How is everybody doing? Uh, I am Peachy Keen, Alyssa. How are you doing today? Peachy Keen. I'm applesauce. How about you, Joe? <laughs> oh, I am also some kind of fruit. I love that. We're all fruits here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys may recognize Leah's voice if you're a fan of our YouTube channel. Now, uh, Leah, I heard... One of our favorite Nintendo heroes tickles you fancy. Tell me a little about your childhood love for Link. Um, I will say as a child, uh, as a 10-year-old, um, I did believe that he was a girl uh, when I turned <laughs> on the first time my N64 as a 10-year-old. And uh, I played around in a previous file made by the original owner of the N64 cartridge Ocarina of Time. Oh, cool. And I definitely did believe that this child I was running around as was a girl. So I did think that his name was Zelda, <laughs> uh, as one does, <laughs> never having played it before. Um, but I will say that the second file that was open on this previously used game uh, as Adult Link, I definitely, definitely realized that that was not a girl. Uh, so that's where the crush began. <laughs> Oh my I God, love that crush. I love that. Oh, so much love for childhood video games. Joe, a little birdie told me that you quote little sistered a lot of your Nintendo games. Could you uh, explain what that means? <laughs> yes, this is a, a, a term that I coined. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, my um, experience with video games was just anything that my brother played. So um, super early on, I was introduced to like Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and immediately fell in love um, with the whole game. So um, obviously played it myself more times than I can count. Um, but I loved having been introduced to it. And uh, yeah, I feel like that was like my start into the video game world. I love that. Amazing. I too am a little sister, but uh, my sister did not play anything. So I got to <laughs> play. I was Mario and not Luigi. Let's Aww. just say that. Hey, that's an upside on some people's terms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I like Luigi. You know what? I heard that Joe Biden... Um, I told this story to Joanne. He beat his granddaughter in Mario Kart as what? Luigi. So people are like, a Luigi man is running America. So I think that's a revolution for everybody. 
Uh, I mean, I think we're on good terms. Not Bowser anymore. Whoever is, yeah. <laughs> we're thankful yeah. with whoever is running the country now. <laughs> For our first episode, we are going to dive deep into the big, uh, or maybe not so big, news out of Nintendo this week. Now, uh, this is our very first episode, so we're going to start out with something called a nerdy bit. It's our way of getting you informed on everything going on in the nerd community. Anywhere from film, TV, and games, and anything in between. So here's our first nerdy bit. We're here to talk about the Nintendo Direct. On February 17th, we got our very first Direct in over 500 days. Yikes. Ladies, what do you think about that? That is too long. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> All of the journalism that you need. If a pandemic is going to do something to us, uh, I, I hope that this is the worst news that came out of it. Unfortunately, it's not, but... Right, right. And I mean... <laughs> Yes, I, I, I mean, Japan got hit pretty hard with with the pandemic, needless to say. So I'm just going to list off a couple things that were announced, and then we're going to dissect some of the bigger things. So Tales from the Borderlands is headed to Nintendo Switch on March 24th, 2021. Outer Wilds will be released on Switch in summer 2021. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity will get an expansion pass that will feature two waves of content. Now, Megan, I know that you liked Hyrule Warriors. Tell me a little bit about it. Are you excited about it? Does this tickle your fancy? <laughs> My fancies have been tickled. Um, oh. Basically, I I liked Hyrule Warriors a lot, not for the gameplay, but for the storyline and the like cutscene content because it's basically yeah. an entire movie's worth of content in it which I'm obsessed mm -hmm. with and was one of the reasons I fell in love with Breath of the Wild. So um, if these two new waves of content also come with more story, I'm all for it. Cool, cool, cool. And it was like, yeah. you, you said two hours of content out of that game? Two and a half hours of cutscenes. <laughs> that's nuts. It's and that's not in a mainline game, which makes me so confused. I know. I know. So Would recommend. what you're telling me is... I can just like YouTube all the cutscenes and I'll get the same experience. Out <laughs> don't of it. Have play. <laughs> I don't have to play. Basically, you don't have to hack and slash, and you can just watch a Zelda movie. <laughs> I'm down. Who doesn't want that? Uh, <laughs> speaking of things that Megan loves, Animal Crossing New Horizons will be getting Super Mario themed items and costumes on February 25th, 2021. These items include coins, thwomps, various blocks, mushrooms, warp pipes. That will let you travel between two parts of your island and more. That's uh, pretty exciting. When worlds collide. <laughs> Star Wars Hunters, a new free-to-play squad-based online multiplayer game by Zynga, the mobile game developer, that is set between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, is headed to Switch in 2021. We also heard about the newest in Square Enix's HD 2D series, Project Triangle Strategy, which I learned is not but also kind of a sequel to octopath traveler uh project triangle strategy is a working title and appears to be the successor to that game but who knows honestly uh we've also got news on fall guys ultimate knockout and it'll be released on switch in summer 2021 now leah what do you feel in your heart about ragdoll physics do you hate it do you love it I will say that in my experience with ragdoll physics, um, particularly with Octodad, um, that is the variety of uh, ragdoll physics I'm familiar with, um, zero out of 10, would not recommend. <laughs> zero, zero out of 10. 
I, I'm a big fan of like gang beasts. I know that like Joe and Leah and I and other friends have played many a many a gang beast, and let me tell you, that is that is an experience to <laughs> that is frustration <laughs> on a new level. Uh, some might call it's it fun. So funny. Um, others <laughs> might call it just the right amount of anxiety to push me over the tipping point <laughs> when I can't grab onto something and I'm trying to like throw them into the train tracks so that I can proceed with my win. <laughs> and they're just like flopping all over the place and they're pressing all the buttons and there's nothing like somebody just grabbing you and tossing you like a pizza. That is <laughs> the best possible it's experience that you could ask for. On great when you can get it done, but when you're just struggle bussing it, trying to get through, I just I've had enough. It's not my not my favorite, but I will do it to make you happy. I think that this has opened up. <laughs> this has opened up the world where we have to introduce Alyssa to Octodad because that is the best game. I'm I'm not upset about it. It is so unreasonably funny. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you played, right? Octodad? Yeah, I've played that game before. Um a very minute amount of it, but I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm very is excited. This the next the next game night. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> oh yeah, gameplay video of Alyssa. <laughs> struggling her um, way I through Octodad. Also... <laughs> um, I, I do want to preface this. I forgot to mention at the beginning of reading these out. These are provided to me by IGN. Um, they reported all about the direct on Monday. So I just want to be very clear about that. Um, we do have a couple stands up. Yeah, it's definitely not sponsored by a journalist <laughs> website. It's just like, I, I didn't find this. I was too lazy to go out and find it. So they wrote it out for me already. Uh, standouts, if you will, if you will call them standouts, Xenoblade Chronicles, Pyra and Mithra are the next fighters to join Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and they will be released in March 2021. Um, Megan, how do you feel about these additional Smash characters? Does it make you want to jump back in and play? Well, um, because a podcast is, um, non-visual, thank goodness it's hiding my <laughs> facial Same reaction. Face? Because I only know Xenoblade. Wow, I only know Xenoblade Chronicles because of the DLC um, suit that you can get in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> that is the only stuff I have uh, in reference to Xenoblade Chronicles. Pyrrha and Mithra—they um, look cool, but like, also, question: Are they a combo fighter? So you can just switch between the two, and we don't actually have two new characters. You know what? Um, I think that they are like back to back. Like, I'm not really too sure about it, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, I have played a total of like one hour of Smash Brothers, and I'm pretty sure that you were you were present for that when it first came out. <laughs> So I, I have no idea, but like being somebody who, who hasn't really even played this game and seeing that they've released 21, at least 21 new fighters, I am excited by two of them. No, three <laughs> of them. Um, Dark, Dark Samus looks pretty cool. Yeah. It's the first time I've not called them Dark Seamus. Seamus. Uh, oh my God, Scottish. I do that too. <laughs> um isabel because who doesn't want to play as an animal crossing character just kicking ass of course and and min min from um arms and the rest of them just look straight up dumb 
and I'm sorry if you guys. I mean, Incineroar is from Pokemon, so I can't hate on that. But <laughs> I, I'm so sorry if if you guys love these games or or Smash in general. I just really think it's kind of like tired. There's so many characters like Ori. Ori you're, for you're Smash, number one pick, right? <laughs> Megan's number one pick for for Super Smash Bros. And they just like keep overlooking them for just like Xenoblade and Well, Persona. I guess like part of the reason why they do that is because if they already own the license to those titles, they're entitled basically to use the new characters that are introduced to those games. So like it's not like they would be able to throw Spyro in there because Spyro is owned by Naughty Dog or like Crash Bandicoot because it's owned by Naughty Dog and it's it's a PlayStation exclusive. Like or they, you know, uh Nathan Drake, right? Like you wouldn't be able to play as Nathan Drake because Sony had their own type of Smash title, which was I think like PlayStation All Stars or something like that back in the day, which was a total flop. Oh really? Um but it was like <laughs> Sackboy against Kratos. Like like, who wouldn't want to, you know, play those two characters together? I mean, I certainly would. <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was the Sony, the Sony version was was uh, interesting. I I also never played that game, so um, <laughs> kudos to me. But yeah, like <laughs> add it to the Insomniac list. characters or Microsoft characters, whatever. I just see that like in the summer they announced three char- four characters from from Minecraft, and those are owned by Microsoft, aren't they? So like they have all these characters Wait. and they're all strange. There's Minecraft people. Yeah, in there's Smash literally Man? Steve and Alex. Who's and Steve? Enderman. What? Yeah, who Steve? Does he have any business being in in, <laughs> in Smash? I don't fucking think so. But like, what can you do? They've had a hard year. This was the biggest thing that they could come up with. I want to see more not human people. Like, I think it's hilarious that you're like Sackboy versus Kratos. It's funny because it's Sackboy, not because it's Kratos. Like, I want to see, like, if you're going to pick, you know, properties they already have, put more Animal Crossing characters in there. I want to see Mr. Spaghetti fight Donkey Kong. Like, (laughs) Mr. Rosetti. I want to see Mr. Spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Spaghetti. I would and love to see Timmy and Tommy just like team yeah. up against everyone just, like, back and to back tag obliterate. Team. Yeah, so <laughs> it's just hilarious. The thing is, is it's like they're making Smash cool, and I don't like that because Smash should be like these weird shaped characters like fighting each other in a world that doesn't make any sense. If you just have people fighting people, it's like cool. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, it basically becomes Mortal Kombat. Yeah, then it's Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Yeah, This is not Street Fighter, okay? We need enough of these short little chubby things in in relation, in ratio to tall, regular-sized people. Like, I want to watch... I want to watch Isabel felt like Falcon Punch, like (laughs) Captain Falcon, okay? (laughs) That would be so funny. Oh, my God. All right. Um, Moving on from Smash. Splatoon 3. Okay, hold on. Listen, <laughs> listen. There is a lot of really good fan out art, art out there already for I this like, cute little character. A of, there's a lot of fan out out there for The Shining, but I'm not gonna fucking watch it. <laughs> Am I gonna play it? Absolutely not. But okay, it looks can cute. I, can I give like Splatoon a little like second here? I think I'm the only one out of us that has, like, any remote interest in Splatoon. Yes. <laughs> the only Probably. reason I never played it before or didn't want to play it is because it had no couch co-op. It wasn't, like, I can't play, like, with Alyssa beside me mm-hmm. at the same time. 
but I would play it if that was an option. And it looks like Splatoon 3 is like a, a couch co-op game where you can play at the same time with the person beside you. And 1 and 2 weren't like that. So I think that's pretty big news. And I would be more likely to buy it and play it now that I can play it maybe with someone in the house. I'm going to make Alyssa play it is basically what, <laughs> is what I'm saying. But okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll do it. It's fun. That is absolutely uh. fair. Like it 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 has a lot more appeal if you are able to play it in room with somebody else co-op play and it's not just an online platform. Well, I mean, it showed so the trailer showed an inkling in a desert heading to a new city called Splatlands. Uh we also got a glimpse of a new bow weapon, customization options and more. So you mean I mean like I tuned out halfway through <laughs> the trailer, so I don't even remember seeing that. But um, I saw it; it was there. I don't know. I'm I'm open to giving it a chance, but like it's just it looks like barf on the ground for me. <laughs> it's a barf on the ground for me. I mean, for me also, if it's gonna be another completely full price Nintendo game, and all it is is spreading paint all over land. I don't know. And if they're going to give us comparable. three Splatoon games in like eight years and only one Mario Kart, I don't know what kind of world this is because okay. I don't want to live in it. Listen, you can't describe a game like throwing paint on the ground. That's like saying Mario Kart is you just drive in circles in a tiny car and you throw shells at each other. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good description but- and I want to play that game. Well, that's the whole reason why uh, Epic Mickey failed was Aww. the throwing the paint on the ground. I'm sorry, it's, I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said what I said. All right, moving on from Splatoon. Mario Golf Super Rush will be released on Nintendo Switch on June 25th, 2021. This new Mario Golf game features a speed golf multiplayer mode, motion controls, and a story mode, and so much more. Megan, the only thing I could think about is you didn't get to do a lot of golfing this year, and I've never golfed before, so maybe I could like <laughs> learn a little bit, maybe do a little putt, something like that. Maybe you could teach me. Hey, I... If this has better motion uh, control than the Wii Golf, I'm interested. (laughs) Um, I come from a very athletic family, so not that golf is a super athletic sport, but but, uh, I come from a family of golfers, so this is an intriguing game. And the fact that there is like a multiplayer speed golf game there's like a story mode which have they ever put a story mode in a sports mario game not that i'm aware of story for golf you have a tiny pencil i mean it's probably (laughs) i would say it's probably you start out as an amateur golfer and you have to go through tournaments and like get your name out there (laughs) i don't know scrappy little underdog making his way through the golfing community like it's called happy gilmore (laughs) uh uh, moving on to our last uh little tidbit the thing that we had all been waiting for over 500 days we didn't get anything (laughs) regarding breath of the wild now i can't explain to you how I feel about this direct like today the day we're recording this February 22nd is the 35th anniversary of the Legend of Zelda and they didn't even say those words they didn't even acknowledge it at all 
But what they did give us was The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD that nobody asked for. (laughs) It'll be released on July 16th, 2021. The title, which originally released on the Nintendo Wii in 2011, will be playable with motion controls uh, or with the new button-only controller scheme. Special The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword themed Joy-Cons will be released alongside the game on the 16th as well. That is the only thing that I'm excited about from this game. Leah's ready to fight you. What? Is she? I can't see her. All the notes are covering her face. Um, That's the only thing that I'm excited for. And it's not even because of Skyward Sword. I probably will try it because I've never played it. Don't give me that face. Uh, But... I only like them because they are the Hylian shield and, and the master sword and it looks fucking cool and I don't have cool joy cons. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, Leah, your thoughts. <laughs> don't give me the finger. <laughs> okay. Let me just start off by saying Skyward sword is objectively one of the best Zelda games that Nintendo has ever made. Why? Breath of the wild is what Skyward sword was meant to be. It has almost every element from Skyward Sword in Breath of the Wild. It's got the bug catching. It's got the potion making. It's got the um, stamina meter. It's got very similar sound effects. It's got the bug net. Like, there's just all the weapons that can break in the game. It, It basically, that was their stepping stone for Breath of the Wild. And without Skyward Sword, there would not be Breath of the Wild, in my personal opinion, I have to say. And the motion controls, like... It was a big thing for people. They hated it. I disagree. I think it was great. It was really interactive. I love being able to hold a controller, game control in my hand and angle it and aim it and swing it around like I'm actually swinging around a sword. And I'm, I had no idea if they were going to ever do an HD remaster of this game for like Wii U, for example. How could they? Like it just wouldn't feel the same pressing buttons. Mm-hmm. It's how I feel about the Okami remake. It's you can't swing anything around sure, to like, sure. you know, do the action sequence. And I'm so happy that they've decided to do this because it really, really need an HD remaster. And I'm really glad that they decided to utilize the Joy-Con uh, motion control feature as the swinging of the sword like it, it i have to say like this game is like a hard 9.8 out of 10 for me 9.8 out of 10 the resident expert of the legend of zelda gives this a 9.8 out of 10 um megan does this change your mind at all about oh, skyward sword i so i was never down on the idea of skyward sword because again breath of the wild is the one and only, aside from Hyrule Warriors, but that's not canon, uh, Breath of the Wild is the only Zelda title I've ever played. Oh, wait, that's a lie. <laughs> I've, I, did the, <laughs> I did play the remastered Link's Awakening for um, Switch, which was fun, but short game time. Um, so I have been interested to play the other titles, but because I didn't grow up with it, I was worried that I wouldn't be super interested in the games and the stories mm-hmm. because the game quality and the graphics are just not on par with what games look like today, which is fair because mm-hmm. technology advances. But they don't have a nostalgic um, essence for me, so I just didn't mm-hmm. think I'd be super interested in playing them. However... Sure. I am going to play Skyward Sword on Switch because I I love story and that's the reason I love Zelda is for the story. So I'm in. I'm in. I love it. Honestly, I think 
if if I'm being totally honest, I I think Skyward Sword is the only Zelda game that I haven't played at all. And I actually I know I knew you were gonna I knew you were gonna react like that. <laughs> Leah just made a face, man. I <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day. I have played every other Zelda except for Skyward Sword, and I I don't know why. And the more I was looking at like, um yeah, the stamina meter and like all these things that are like components of Breath of the Wild and and how it's so compared to it. I was like, oh man, I just completely missed it. And I, I don't know why. And so I, I really want to play it. And I'm really glad that they're making a remake for it so that I can have the opportunity to play it. Um, but yeah, Megan, I totally understand the, like the feel for it being like it, it ages itself um, it's it's one of the reasons why I don't like love watching like black and white movies, even if I know the storyline's gonna be great. It just for me like there's something weird about watching it. It feels yeah. older than it it is. Um, but uh, I have played many a game with with shitty square arm block <laughs> graphics like Final that Fantasy. Was our whole childhood, probably <laughs> and up until still like great. <laughs> up until probably like 2015, we were like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, you just it's okay. I don't mind the janky graphics, really. But I mean, like, again, if it's not something you grew up with, it doesn't give you that same, like, nostalgic feeling that, like, Megan was talking about. Like, I never played Star Fox, for example, and it's, like, one of the most popular, favorite classic games of millennials, and I never played it, and I tried it for the first time and it was like this is doing nothing for me (laughs) so like if you go back and you play the original n64 ocarina of time with those janky ass graphics just like we did on our twitch channel twitch.tv slash hello video games you are not gonna get that feeling you're just gonna be aggravated and you're gonna be annoyed by how blurry everything is and like the draw distance and just you know it's not gonna it's not gonna feel the same as if you were a child because you never played it when you were a child absolutely and that's that's understandable yeah, like I'm just like like each of us I feel has a different experience with Zelda. So I never played any of them. I was a Sega kid. So I had maybe an NES and then I had um a Game Boy and I never played any of the Zelda games. So I just played Breath of the Wild. Megan played Breath of the Wild and then she was like, I love it. So she went back and she played a whole bunch of it. She's watched all the videos, she's knows all the lore. Leah has the nostalgia, so she played all the freaking games. Loved every single one of them. Knows it front and backwards. And Joanne played them with with a little partner, with 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 her older brother. And she she's got like this different experience than Leah, but she still has the same knowledge. So like, I feel like we all have this different view of this game. Now, my view of the new game is like, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably buy it because I've never played it. So I wanted just just like Megan learn about the story and what's going on. Most likely, I'll probably borrow it. If somebody, if somebody, yeah, maybe for Megan. We can um, share. Because, sure. Um, like I'm interested in playing and I'm interested in just like seeing how it goes. Just like I'm interested in playing all of the pre-existing Zelda games, uh, which apparently are the best of the best that I haven't tried yet. It's not really like nostalgia for me. It's more of like an errand or like a chore, not an errand. It's more like I have to play it because like me being someone who's so involved in, in the culture of, of, of gaming it's like a it's like a sin to not play the early zelda games yes like, that's fair <laughs> i just haven't had time <laughs> i'm like real busy right now <laughs> i've seen i've seen miss congeniality a solid 13 times but i don't have time so 
so like I can I can understand how we all have like a different view, but I mean time will tell. I I'm not impressed by this direct at all, and I'm I'm assuming that you guys feel the same way because we didn't get what we wanted, and it's nothing crazy. It's not 2017 Nintendo all over again, right? Where we got <sighs> Super Mario Odyssey and we got the original Breath of the Wild, and I think we got Pokemon announcement. Maybe Let's Go. Oh, I'm Let's not Go. Sure exactly what came in that year. Yeah, but. Like, it's not a big year, but that's okay. And I think that it's time. It's it's giving us time to like catch up on some of the things that we that we want to experience. You know, letting us For replay sure. Breath of the Wild. We're taking a breath of Nintendo. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh man, uh-huh. that was that was a long nerdy bit. That was uh, definitely not the goal of uh, twenty minutes or less. But you know what? I love talking to you guys. We're gonna deep dive right into the Zora territory. Uh, Breath of the Wild news, or maybe not news. Megan, take it away. Yeah, so we have an article here from Luke Plunkett of Kotaku uh, that came up on Wednesday that states, when Zelda boss Aiji Aonuma made a brief appearance on today's Nintendo Direct, it sparked some brief hope that there might be news on The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. There was not. Indeed, Aonuma, who was actually there to debut Skyward Sword on the Switch, opened his address by apologizing for the lack of Breath of the Wild 2 news and that there wouldn't be any updates today. He did say development was progressing smoothly, so sure, great. It's still a bummer that this Direct, the first we've had in ages, couldn't even tell us something about a game that was announced in June of 2019, which we still know so little about. (sighs) yeah i'm still like a little bit upset that we didn't get any news and like considering today is the 35th anniversary and we still haven't had any acknowledgement from nintendo yeah um, they haven't even said the words zelda's 35th anniversary i saw an article that was posted by somebody named leah not our leah leah williams of kotaku it says while nintendo has yet to announce any formal plans for 2021 likely due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, we can expect Zelda's 35th anniversary to be a major affair. Outside of Mario, it's Nintendo's next biggest franchise and deserves just as much acclaim. We don't know exactly what's in store, but if Mario's anniversary celebrations are anything to go by, we could see some major Zelda news very soon. Ladies, my question to you is, do you think that Zelda is undervalued as a Nintendo property, even though it is so socially loved. Joe, what do you think? Are we thinking it's undervalued because we don't have a new Breath of the Wild? No, I think it's because of that article that I just read um, that stated that we haven't even heard the words 35th anniversary, but Smash, or Smash, uh, Mario has gotten so many um, so many things in this year. Like, they got Mario Golf, they got Super Mario 3D All-Stars, they got paper mario you got uh special pins that you can get from achieving things in the in one of the games you got 3d world and bowser's fury you got super mario and animal crossing like it's so many things i can't remember all of them they literally redesigned the eShop on the nintendo switch so that it was themed after mario oh really yeah that's yeah you know what um yes i do think that it's undervalued um yeah, I mean, I personally, like, I love Zelda more than I like Mario. Like, if, if one of the properties, if I never had to see them again, it, it wouldn't be Zelda. <laughs> so. 
So, yeah, I, I do think that kind of sucks. I mean, um, even when I think about anniversaries for stuff, like whenever like my favorite movie comes out or when we went to Disney when it was like the 25th anniversary of Hocus Pocus, like yeah. there's a bunch of merch for it and it's always really cool and it gets its own spotlight. Um, but I guess if they have the same year and they share it, uh, I'm assuming they're just going to put out more that of like they're going to put out more of whatever property I think is more profitable Mm. is my assumption. Um, not just in America or in North America, but in Japan and things as well. People probably enjoy like the chibi style of Mario more than like they made an entire theme park. Yeah. Like for Mario. Where's which looks pretty sweet. I want to go, but like, (laughs) I just can't believe they give you one track in Mario Kart that is Hyrule Castle a whoopee <laughs> I'm you know they've got all the Animal Crossing ones and all the Donkey Kong ones but in how many years of Nintendo existing and all of the versions of Mario Kart they give you one Zelda track that's true okay but Isn't now there also Lama saying Ranch? that I don't no, think so I think there's Moon Meadows, Meadows. <laughs> oh I was gonna say I remember I watching Cows I think you are wrong yeah back me up yeah, on this <laughs> there's no llama <laughs> but I will say in terms of like it's value and it being undervalued I I, I don't want to like I wouldn't put it past them to put it like underneath the priority of Mario mm-hmm. because Mario is their North Star it, it was like their first creation kids are drawn to it not everybody knows Zelda. Right. Kids are going to be like, oh, who's that that elf-eared <laughs> chick? Is that Zelda? Is that, that you play a Zelda <laughs> like me, right? <laughs> but I, I feel like, you know, despite it being the day today, they have never let me down. I have countless posters of anniversaries of Zelda. I have countless products released on anniversaries from Zelda. I feel like if it's not the announcement of Skyward Sword, and and I know that it let it down a lot of people about them not having any announcement about Breath of the Wild 2, is that they're going to make the game as perfect as they possibly can make it. They don't want any secrets to come out. They want people to be surprised. They want people to be excited. That's going to upset a lot of people. But I know from like the previous version, like the first Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. when they made it and they announced it, and I was waiting for years and years. I don't know how many years. It was like three and a half, four years for them to, for it to come out. I was like just blown away by how good this game was. And I think that's what they're trying to do. Like that's their goal with this one as well, is that they want people to have that same feeling. I don't think that they're overlooking the anniversary. I mean, the only way to find out for sure is if in the next few days nothing happens, Mm -hmm. then I'll be a little bit disappointed. But I have a feeling that there's something that they're going to do special for this occasion because 35 is like a huge milestone you know it's a big deal and like i've i'm just looking right now at at nintendo's twitter they have posted nothing today about zelda so to me Mm. that either means that they're gonna have some kind of like big announcement because it feels like a middle child you know like they announced splatoon it was really exciting oh they is gave... Splatoon the baby? Yeah, Splatoon's the baby. <laughs> Splatoon is the and baby. And <laughs> Super Mario is amazing, obviously. It's like the trophy child. Like, oh my god, I never thought I would have kids. And you're my firstborn. This is so exciting. <laughs> and then Zelda is just like the cool middle kid who's got like the side, sw- side swept hair and like cool swords and shields and whatever. Is and that like, me? Nobody- yeah. <laughs> Joe is a middle child. 
Um, I do not represent the Splatoon three <laughs> demographic. Um, but you know what I mean? Like they haven't even said anything, and all of these places, Kotaku, IGN, um, Nintendo Life, like all of these different websites have posted things about why it's so important, and the the horse's mouth it's, itself has not posted anything so i'm hoping that that means that there's something coming we didn't know about the nintendo direct last week until tuesday and it was on wednesday yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. maybe we'll yeah. maybe we'll have an announcement tomorrow about a nintendo direct on wednesday and that would be so exciting i'm telling you they're waiting for something i don't know what to surprise everyone i would be very very shocked and very disappointed um if they didn't, mm. they have to do something. But what if they, they have don't? To. Now that the more that we're talking about it, like <laughs> an entire world for Mario and like pins and posters and <laughs> games galore, and Zelda's just like I'm over here in the corner. <laughs> the whole like, world's like, what about Zelda? <laughs> yeah, like I honestly really didn't think about it until we're just talking about it, and it's insane. And what if they go that whole time and they don't do anything? What are yeah. we gonna do? We gonna we gonna riot? Like I don't. I don't understand. I mean, we could. I think <laughs> I'm very upset for Zelda now. I would be prepared. <laughs> let's, pl- let's plan it. To bring my pitch <laughs> for legal reasons, that's a joke. To their headquarters, <laughs> also for legal reasons, that is a joke. Speaking of Breath of the Wild, the greatest Zelda game to ever. Um, Wrong. What are your favorite parts of Breath of the Wild? So, Megan, let's start with you. What are some standouts in terms of the the first Switch installment? um that's that really stick out to you what do you like oh i mean there were many things that stuck out to me simply because this was the first i mean number one first massively open world game i had ever played and first zelda game yeah i mean the most open world i think i got prior to zelda was super mario odyssey (laughs) which was just the game prior (laughs) to releasing on switch so um i have a very sheltered <laughs> gaming that's life. okay you played it late it's okay <laughs> We're working i also on. I only play late. cute games <laughs> yeah she's an animal crossing girl yeah so the lionels are like the scariest part of the game for me and mm. i avoid them at all costs <laughs> basically uh, some of my favorite things about breath of the wild are i mean the landscapes are absolutely stunning sometimes it's just nice to pause not even pause the game let link sort of just sit in a field um hoping (laughs) no lionels or bokoblins or moblins hop up on him but just the like really nice landscapes the music i know this is an unpopular opinion when it comes to zelda fans but the music in breath of the wild is just so serene and lends itself really well to the like desolate world that you're in it's not these like big booming scores it's just simple notes and um really calming music Mm -hmm. in the calming areas the wild it's just so beautiful yeah i love that i i just um when i was disappointed by no breath of the wild 2 announcement (laughs) i jumped back into breath of the wild and i think i probably put like maybe like 10 or 15 hours into it already i just like can't get enough of like it's okay i went from playing red dead redemption 2 for like (laughs) hours and hours i think i put like 80 hours into it into breath of the wild 2 or breath of the wild 1 not 2 and i can't get enough of like just the world that it's in like you could go anywhere absolutely anywhere and you could run into 
bacoblins or you could run into lionels um i think it's the the like wanting to 100 percent it that is getting to me like i want to hit all <laughs> of the shrines i want to get collect all the stuff i want to get all the korok seeds don't um, do it <laughs> oh man it's not worth it <laughs> don't do it it's not, it's worth, not it. worth it get a golden um, lump of poop yeah but i gotta do it so like i'm gonna try my best to do it but it's it's just such an interesting world and and the the farming of materials and everything has a purpose the physics that's in in that game like being able to get wood and flint and just strike it with a metal sword and it creates fire like who thought to put science in this game (laughs) like do you think breath of the wild taught kids about science for sure it did (laughs) joe what do you think oh um honestly I I enjoy cooking. I know Megan <laughs> does not enjoy the cooking, but I like that little like song and dance that happens when you go like do 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 <laughs> and it's like so happy. Um, I love cooking. Um, I also enjoyed. It was one of the first games that I found a real function for all the amiibos that I had. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I know amiibos isn't plural, but <laughs> it's amiibos. Amiibo. You call them amiibos. Amiibos. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, had gotten all of the, um, Breath of the Wild ones. And whenever you use like the amiibo, when you, uh, get to use basically the amiibos, it's not cheating. Uh, (laughs) so instead of like farming for items and going around and trying to find all a rune ability, thank you. So when you get to use the rune ability for the amiibos, um, you can, um, basically just use all the Mabos that you have been collecting over time and all of the ones that came with the, um, like that were released when Breath of the Wild was released mm-hmm. and they give you items. So instead of me feeling stressed out that like I broke a really cool sword or like I don't have enough bomb arrows or whatever, if you drop, um, or if you use the Amiibo for that character, like Link's character will give you more um, arrow-based things, and uh, Zelda's will give you more like, like magical things. They should give you more like safinas and whatever, like different materials that you can use. So I don't feel like I have to farm for those. And every other, uh, every other amiibo that wasn't like a Zelda one. So if I had like a Mario one or whatever for Smash, uh, it would just give you a butt ton of meat, and you could just cook all that meat and then sell it. And then make all the money and then buy whatever you feel like. So I just think that that was my favorite thing because I had collected so many at that point and had no function for them. Mm -hmm. They have like very minimal usage in every other game. And then they introduced it here and I just lined them up along the table and was like, done, 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 done. Let's go. More meat, more meat. (laughs) Another one. (laughs) So I just, I love that they made it useful and they gave it a function instead of just like decorative. Um, so I know that's like such a little thing, but I also being the kind of person that has to collect like every mushroom and everything to feel like I have like a complete inventory. Um, and I know Megan and Alyssa never played like the original, um, Zelda games, but you could like max out on something. You could have like 50 bomb chews and that was it. And if you had 50, then that was your like max and you wouldn't just randomly lose them or break them. You could like actually have a number that would stay with you (laughs) so i i get kind of like stressed out when i can't have enough of something or fill like all the gap of what i'm allowed to have 
Leah, how do you feel about Breath of the Wild compared to the copious amount of Zelda games that you've played before? Like, is it is it something that is um, like so different that it is refreshing, or is it familiar in a in a good way? Like, tell me a little bit about it. Um, there's so much to tell, Alyssa. Please. I don't even know where My to start. My ears are how you say <laughs> peeled. <laughs> you were gonna say a burning oh i mean i don't even think people say my ears are peeled i think they say my eyes are peeled but we'll just keep my going ears <laughs> we're just gonna let that saying stay where it is <laughs> i think for me the first zelda game i ever played was ocarina of time um you know it was you know the right time period of my life to be playing it as a 10 year old, it also scared the hell out of me. So, um, at one point I didn't play it again for several years until, um, a friend of a friend lent me Majora's Mask and I'm like, oh my God, this is the exact same as Ocarina of Time. All the characters are the same. Like the mechanics are all the same. The graphics are all the same until you realize that it's not the same game, Mm -hmm. even though it was the same gold cartridge. And I thought, oh, my God, this is such, like, a different take. Like, what is this? And me being, like, a 14-year-old, like, having not really played a lot of video games, I was like, oh, my God, this is this is amazing. Like, I'm obsessed with this. And, of course, like, the game itself, if you've never played Majora's Mask, you cannot hope to complete this game without a guidebook or a strategy guide. It It's impossible um, for you to know that you have to show up at the inn at like three twelve in the afternoon on the second day to get the key so that you can get the mask is just a nightmare. But I was mm-hmm. obsessed with this game. This was my favorite game. And then Twilight Princess came out and it was like a new, more mature, dark, like higher resolution three-dimensional Zelda game. And I was like, oh my God, this is my favorite Zelda game. And then Skyward Sword came out and this is my favorite Zelda game. No, th- no this and one's my Breath favorite. And then Wild. No, this one. And then Breath of the Wild was like, like the just the tip of the iceberg. It was just, it, like I said, what it was what Skyward Sword was meant to be. And it was, it's beautiful. The soundtrack is, is like relaxing and eloquent and it just matches the surroundings. And the mechanics are just wonderful and like having said that like every time I say Zelda is you know some of the best games that are out there Breath of the Wild being one of the best Zelda games they've ever made people will give you like a lot of hate for that like if you haven't played a lot of games if you haven't played Skyrim if you haven't played Assassin's Creed people are going to give you hate for that because you'll be like oh well Nintendo stole this element from this game and put it in Breath of the Wild and they stole this element from that game and put it in Breath of the Wild like oh there's all of this in this game I don't care (laughs) like no game is those are the greatest parts of those games everything is everything is developing off of everything else and everything takes inspiration for everything else so like for people to be like oh well um uh immortal immortals phoenix rising is basically breath of the wild it's like yeah probably ubisoft literally said this is a mythical breath of the wild (laughs) and that's just it right like the things that have developed over time have obviously been inspired by other things other games and that's what makes people enjoy them and that's what makes this game so enjoyable the climbing mechanic the the glider um the weather as much as i hate the rain <laughs> like it's it, oh, it's a struggle i didn't know that climbing of uh, rain affect your climbing it's when slippery. i came back to the game and i was like what the fuck is going on 
<laughs> yeah. And like, not that's not my favorite part, but like, it really makes you feel so immersed in this environment, in this world that they do have elements like that, that you have the ability to cut down wood and start a fire under like a little hut in the middle of nowhere. And you get to just, you, it feels like, I feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm sitting under this little cabin or under this like little shed with a fire and I can throw a piece of meat on there and have myself a little snack. <laughs> like it just, it's so adorable, but it like, it still has the the fighting mechanic. And, and I will say like, I watched a video, I'll, I'll have to quote it later, but I watched a video on like top 10 hardest bosses or top 20 hardest bosses of all time in like current video games and the hardest boss that they had chosen was the dlc um for breath of the wild and it was a monk that you fought at the end it was they chose it as the hardest boss and i was like objectively this game has some of the hardest characters i've ever had to try to beat or um enemies i've ever had to try to beat and i also love that because i don't feel like i'm just wandering around the game aimlessly just like looking for shrines or looking for dungeons they throw these things into the middle of like your path and you have to fight them sometimes you don't but like you have to fight them to to advance right like you want to get a good weapon you have yeah. to fight this silver lionel in the middle of nowhere <sighs> mm -hmm. and i just i love that i love that it's not empty like some people may disagree but i love that it's it's full of things you've got korok seeds over here and you've got this enemy over here with a weapon that you can get and oh my god there's a fairy over here and you can you can upgrade your gear and i just everything about the game is just perfect in my opinion just just mwah. like i just can't make it more perfect um i think my favorite part of the game itself is the catching of the horses. I think that was the first thing that I tried to do as soon as I got off of the Great Plateau. Um, I got to the ground. I had a measly stick for a weapon. <laughs> I had a terrible shield. Um, I ran away from all the enemies that were in the vicinity <laughs> and I went off to, Aww. I guess, which would be like, I'm trying to think of the direction on the map, like north east-ish direction where the very tall um what are they called baobab trees are and there's oh. like long um yellow grass and basically that's the same spot that you catch the giant horse i didn't know that until later on but i saw like a herd of horses and i just went for the first one i was like oh my god i can't wait to do this i'm gonna do it right now and i <laughs> i failed miserably a couple of times but like it was just such like i can't even describe the feeling like i know it's just a video game and i know it sounds silly but like the feeling that it gave me when i got on that horse and it like it it cooled off and I just started riding it around. I was like holding its mane and I'm like riding around in the grass and the sun is shining and and it was it just is my favorite absolute favorite part of the entire game is riding horses, catching horses, just running around. I don't even use like the portals to like, you know, fast travel between different areas. I will like start off like at the furthest end of the map just so that I can like let the horse follow the path on its own and ride all the way Aww. to the Akala region where it's like all orange and beautiful fall tree colors. Aww. Like my absolute favorite part is, is the horse catching for sure. I have to say. Oh my God. I love that. I know you listeners at home can't see our faces, but <laughs> Megan looks like she was falling, falling in love with <laughs> Leah as the story progressed I further and further. 
she was like, tell me more. Oh, that's so nice. She was like both her hands on her cheeks and she's like, you know, like the fairies that come out of that fountain. They're like, that was Megan. I honestly, though, the entire time you're talking about that, Leah, it completely brought me back to the first time I played the game because Mm -hmm. I am so jealous of anybody who gets to play it for the first time now because experiencing that kind of gameplay for the first time ever is insane. When you leave the Great Plateau Mm -hmm. and you have no map and you have absolutely no idea where you're going, but you're just running and moving and checking out the scenery it's it's unlike anything else i've ever Mm -hmm. laid eyes on and i i feel exactly the same way as you do yeah they really uh i have to say nintendo really did their job in making me feel things that i never thought i'd feel (laughs) from a game before yeah you guys this is so lovely (laughs) make me cry (laughs) now (laughs) before i cry um (laughs) Do you guys think that Nintendo outdid themselves so far with Breath of the Wild that they have, like, unrealistic expectations to reach for Breath of the Wild 2? Like, would you be happy with, like, more of the same kind of content? Because it seems like it's going to be the same um, engine that they're creating it from. Um, It looks as though it's, like the same time period because i know like a lot of the different zelda games are from different points in in the i guess is it's not the same link in zelda right it's different incarnations of them mm-hmm. am i correct okay mm-hmm. leonards <laughs> um so it's going to be like the same link in zelda is what it looks like to me mm-hmm. do you do you feel like you'd be happy with just more or do you want something different i'm absolutely happy with more i want more of this up uh zelda and link specifically because we didn't actually get a lot of them in breath of the wild for again i'm not somebody who has played all the other games but as far as i know the other games are based so much on the story and the relationship between link and zelda and link and where he's at and why he's the hero and his um his goal through the whole game you learn as you go. It was very story-based. It was very much about the relationships and what their quest was to um, rid Hyrule of evil. And you found out how you were going to do that throughout the game versus Breath of the Wild was very much, here's the thing that happened 100 years ago. Now fix it. There's no guess what's gonna happen now and where does link find zelda (laughs) you know there was there was no process to it it was just like here's some memories of something you did a hundred years ago but you don't remember any of it i don't know it's just very cut up so i'm interested to learn more and see more and do more with these two and zelda sporting a (laughs) new hairdo i'm super Mm -hmm. into I love it. I love it. Um, so speaking of the Breath of the Wild 2 first look, we got our trailer uh, June 11th of 2019. And it basically shows us um, like an underground scene with this like luminous, um, I would say this like luminous glow kind of filtering around the room and kind of like an ice cream cone shape, if I can <laughs> if I can give a visual. And there's a lot of that like red malice that's that's emanating from a being in the middle. And we see Zelda and Link 
walking along these like hieroglyphic kind of walls. Um, Zelda appears to be on like an ox kind of creature and they, they walk up to, um, I, it like looks like a man who's kind of bent over backwards with some long flowing red hair and out of its chest, there is kind of like a, a green luminous hand grasping their sternum. So right in their chest and it's bent back very, it looks painfully we see malice kind of take over a rat running up the stairs. It's glowing all through the room and we get this uh, snapshot of material around the room. We get a picture of, of Zelda just turning in shock. We see link reaching his hand out and it's being consumed by this green luminous um, material. And we see the skeleton bend all the way backwards, head upside down turns to face Zelda and its eyes glow orange and red and it appears to be screaming. It cuts to a very picturesque and peaceful Hyrule on the, the ground level and Hyrule Castle begins to raise. And it says, uh, it goes to some more luminous color and it says the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is now in development. So... Let's get some opinions. What do we think is happening here? Leah, do you have any ideas of what you think the next Breath of the Wild is going to be about? My opinion about this is that I'm seeing a lot of similarities between Twilight Princess um, and this really, really short little brief trailer that they've decided to release. And the raising of Hyrule Castle from the ground is, um, no spoilers, but I'll just say very reminiscent of the themes of Skyward Sword. Um, so there's, and again, if you haven't played like Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, Majora's Mask is not like 100% essential if you want to follow the true storyline. But before you play Skyward Sword, you should play Ocarina of Time to its its fullest from start to finish if you do decide to play Skyward Sword. And this this trailer has like included a few elements from these these different titles, particularly like the green hand um that is on mm-hmm. the body, which yep. one is going to assume is Ganondorf. We didn't see Ganondorf in Breath of the Wild. And I think that's because his true form, which is Ganon, the pig, was what was present in this game. It was like, you know, running around and you fight him and he's a giant flaming pig. And that's like <laughs> his original form. What game did I miss? <laughs> that's his original form, but like his, or his final form, if you will. Um, but Ganondorf, like the human, or technically, um, to be more specific, Gerudo, Gerudian, Gerudo, um version of him is what they're showing in this trailer and and obviously like his soul or his spirit or whatever it was was what you fought in breath of the wild and in breath of the wild too i think they're they're hinting at the fact that you're gonna have to now defeat this man as a man and either Mm -hmm. he's gonna be like so much powerful more powerful than his final form so you thought because this hand is like is holding him back and the hand itself also is very reminiscent of the hand um, that is the form of Midna from Twilight Princess's hair kind of thing. Megan, you know what I'm talking about? Um, <laughs> Doing this like ponytail yeah. action with her hands. Uh, uh, Midna has this like mystical Twilight power. 
and her hair is actually a hand and she's very powerful with it and she grabs things and she throws things and I don't even know what else to call it, but it looks very, very similar. And I'm wondering if they've decided to tie in these two other titles to this game. It's like how many years, what was it? Like the first Calamity was like 10,000 years earlier and then the second one was like it was a hundred years from before you woke up. So like how long has it been since these other two titles have been relevant in this timeline? So I'm, I'm thinking that there's going to be a couple of elements from these other stories in this game. I I have a question Mm -hmm. Um, in the timeline. What is the, what is the game that is directly before breath of the wild? Um, we don't Is know. There one? We don't know. So there's a lot of split timelines because the Hyrule Historia and its its following books have not included Breath of the Wild in their timelines because those books were released before Breath of the Wild was released. So you can get the Breath of the Wild exclusive like like book. Um, mm-hmm. it's like the celebration. I'm just looking at it. It's the, the champions book, the, the creating a champion book. It sure. does not explain where exactly on the timeline it falls. So we don't actually know. Mm-hmm. So from, from what I have gathered from the many a video that I've seen, um, I have learned that Ganon is a Gerudo. And from my experience playing the game, all Gerudos are female. That's correct. So I, I, I understand that a male is only born. Um, first of all, how are they creating people? <laughs> I mean, it's, there's bird people and there's fish people. So like, why, why am I questioning what the science? What we learned is that uh, well, Ganon is a little The bitch. bird people <laughs> actually were once the fish people and they evolved. But there's, but there's bird people, but in the last game, which game is it? Skyward Sword? Wind Waker? Which one is the people birds? Wind Waker the, okay. has the people birds. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wind Waker is so, the Gerudos, yeah. So Gerudos are all female, and Ganon is, from what I can tell in the trailer, he his actual being is this kind of bent over, uh, pained um, being. And he's like, he's trying to keep himself alive so that there are no other men who are like to to come after him right like to if he dies then another man will be born right Mm -hmm. um any of the ganon that we've seen because he has the triforce uh portion power that i also learned today i feel like an idiot talking about this like you guys um because he's so powerful he can like project him his himself or his consciousness through all of these like different varieties of Ganon that we saw through the guardians and stuff like that. So um, I definitely think that it's him mummified underneath the castle. Mm -hmm. Um, What do we think about the luminous energy that looks to be, to be being absorbed into Link's hand? Megan, do you have any ideas? Well, I, I'm intrigued by this as an artist because I have seen so much concept art when it comes to Link and they have been thinking about this idea of him missing an arm for a long time, as far really? as I've seen. The concept art of Link throughout the years has been like, maybe he doesn't have an arm. Maybe he has some sort of mechanical arm. 
Maybe mm-hmm. they add some machinery when I, who knows, but this is Link the, f- is the winter soldier. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's but, so weird. <laughs> but this is the first iteration that they're actually using that idea. And they were actually going to, for breath of the wild, have him with a like Sheikah arm. He was going to have lost it in the battle a hundred years ago. And when he wakes up, he has this like mechanical arm and that was going to be, how he used all of these like rune powers was because of his arm. Mm -hmm. And then they decided that maybe people wouldn't um, see Link that way because he would look like massively different from the other games. So instead they went in with the Sheikah Slate, I I think. But that's a great idea. I'm super intrigued by this, like something is taking over Link and taking over his arm and maybe... Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe, I mean, my, like, massive hope for this game is that we get to play as Zelda. <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. What do you think about that, Joe? A hundred percent. For as much as we, we've seen in other games, like, we know who Zelda is, and we've seen her story, and we know a lot about her, this is really the first iteration of it where we really see, like, her doing anything useful. Um, she's kind of fallen in like the princess category. <laughs> she needs like saving and she gets stolen by Ganon and like mm-hmm. she just is there as like a, a political figure for lack of a better yeah. word. But she yeah, she's like wheeling the torch and she's fighting the battles and she, you know, cuts her hair short because she ain't got time for that. Mm-hmm. Like this is <laughs> she's strong as hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like I think this is cool. And I, I definitely think that um her being a playable character and having more like screen time would be yeah my dream for Breath of the Wild too because like what more can you do with with Link's story we've seen so much of him mm-hmm. um, but not enough of uh, the princess who is you know the title character of the series that we all enjoy so and Megan you're I think you're onto something because like obviously you've seen all of the the art and stuff um, but in the Nintendo thumbnail for the sequel it's literally link stretching upwards and it's taking over his hand so like if that is the thumbnail then that is probably something that they're trying to focus on pretty significant moment i don't know how i feel about him not having a real person arm like he's been (laughs) through so much he slept for a hundred years like he can figure out keeping his arm i I mean how do you feel about bucky barnes because i know that you have a boner for him i do have a boner for bucky barnes but (laughs) like he's i don't know he's always had a fake arm link has link's been like you know he's this little kid he went through all this stuff and he's good (laughs) like he's he's in good shape we should just keep him in that shape (laughs) (laughs) well i'm super intrigued too because because this trailer that we did get back in 2019 was less than two minutes. And I wonder if all of that cutscene scenario stuff happens at the very beginning of the game. Like, I feel like that is only an introduction to what we're going to be seeing. That would be awesome. Breath of the Wild 2. This, this has made me very excited for what's to come. Um, I think that all of us are quite hopeful for maybe hopefully even like the next coming week, like not hearing about anything. We're harping on that a little bit, but like it's, there's no chance that they have made this little a stink about it to not 
make a huge deal out of it. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I'm crossing my fingers. I will definitely go back and play the old games, Leah. I know you're scowling at me a little bit, but I'm going to do it just for you because I love you deep down in my heart. I still love you. No judgment. (laughs) I just want you to have the fullest experience you can. I want you to be able to play these games. Like if you decide to get Skyward Sword, I want you to be able to play these games. Like, oh my God, that's from this game or oh my god remember that from that game like it just i want you to feel that this is what's gonna happen i'm gonna little sister Alyssa, so i'm gonna go back and play all the games and then she can watch and then (laughs) we both win everybody's a winner megan do you have any final thoughts on breath of the wild 2 theories i'm just excited to learn more again i know we didn't get any news and it's okay. I've come to terms with it. <laughs> I say that as I cross my fingers behind my back, but yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, I just I agree with Leah. They're only going to make the absolute best game they can possibly make. So, if that means withholding information from us for a little bit longer, then that's what that means. And when the game eventually comes out, I'm not even going to remember this. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just excited to see more amazing amazing well thank you everybody so much for tuning in listening to us chat about not only the uh dumpster fire that we got from nintendo but you know what it, it needed to be called out <laughs> um and also thank you so much for listening to us deep dive into our favorite gaming series The Legend of Zelda. We are hoping, as I'm sure a lot of people are, to hear more about the uh, sequel coming out soon-ish. We're going to put a question mark on that. Um, But if you are looking at seeing or hearing from us more, um, please check us out at Hello Video Dames on Twitter and Instagram. And if you have any questions that you want to send our way that we can answer in our future podcasts, please just send those to HelloVideoDames at gmail.com and we will answer them on the next show. Thank you, Leah and Joe, for joining us. Yay! You guys are so awesome, and we can't wait to have you back soon. Uh, Feel free to come by and visit us whenever you like. We love you guys. Thank you for having us. Yay, we love you too. Of course. We couldn't have done this episode without our resident Zelda experts. So uh, like Megan said, we're so glad to have everybody in our first episode. Uh, Tune in next week. We're going to put out a episode every single week. And we will hear from you guys soon. Bye-bye.